promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. I'm a wonderful person. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Psalm 110. This is the declaration of the Lord to my Lord. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion, rule over your surrounding enemies. Your people will volunteer on your day of battle in holy splendor from the womb of the dawn. The dew of your youth belongs to you. The Lord has sworn an oath and will not take it back. You are a priest forever, according to the pattern of Melchizedek. Amen. Reading from Acts chapter 1 for this Ascension Day. I wrote the first narrative, Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up, after he had given instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After he had suffered, he also presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise, which he said, You have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or periods that the Father is set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he had said this, he was taken up as they were watching, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, they were gazing into heaven, and suddenly two men in white clothes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up into heaven? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come in the same way that you have seen him going into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, happy Ascension Day, everyone. Uh, I meant to get this out sooner this morning, but I've been battling uh, either the flu or a cold or something the last couple of days. The good news is we know it's not COVID, so you know I've got that going for me. Um, but uh, Ascension Day is one of these days in the church calendar that we kind of just forget about. We don't even really worry about it. Because we'll go from Easter to Pentecost, we'll go from from the resurrection of the Lord to the giving of the Holy Spirit in Acts 2, and then we don't really think about anything else. We, we never think about the ascension of our Lord actually being one of the more important portions of our creeds, of our doctrine. You know, we confess it as part of the Apostles' Creed, right? That he ascended in heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father from whence he will come to judge the quick and the dead, Right? And, and we tend to have an issue with the judge part, but we never really think about the ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. Well, the ascension is necessary in part, John tells us, because for, for the Holy Spirit to come, Jesus needed to leave, number one. 
Number two, where Jesus is, therefore we shall be also. We're told that as well. But the ascension is essential to our understanding of our salvation. Because what has ended up happening is Christ is finished. He's done. He's on Sabbath break. He's seated at the right hand of the Father in part to mediate for you. So that when God looks at you, he actually sees Jesus. Jesus sits there and goes, okay, no, Father, look at me, not not him. Look at me, not him, right? But then also, Jesus is given all the power of the Father. And, and the scriptures tell us that all authority and power and might and strength are all placed under Jesus. That his enemies are to be made his footstools, as Psalm 110 tells us. That, that those enemies, sin, death, and the devil, are conquered. That Jesus sits down at the right hand of the Father because they're just waiting for the end of all things, the end of death, for that to come. We think about this especially today in light of the tragedy that happened in Texas, another tragedy, just another horrible incident of evil taking place. And you can sit here and we can, we can talk about mental illness. We can talk about uh, uh, the, the need for common sense gun control, whatever that means, the need to have armed guards in schools, whatever that would look like, uh, whatever political policies you want to put in place. But in, until we can get to the point where we say it's an issue of evil, we, we can't really have a good conversation because you can't tell me that someone going into a school, locking the door of a classroom and just shooting every child and teacher in that room. You can't tell me that that somehow was just an accident. That's evil. That's wrong. That's it's beyond wrong. It's disgusting. And I wish that I could say something else about it but we can't. It is evil. We live in a world that wants to deny evil. We don't want to talk about evil. We try to explain it away uh, through, through uh, uh, medical terminology, through mental illness, through whatever. When the reality is, is that evil exists in this world because it is trying to do what it cannot do. Because Christ has won the victory over sin, death, and the devil because of his crucified death and his risen life, all of evil knows that it is lost. And this does not come as a consolation to people who are, are um, grieving today over the loss of family members, of children. But the consolation that we are given in Christ is that what happened in Texas is not the end of the story, and it never shall be. All of that evil, all of that danger, all of that pain, all of that sorrow, all of it is placed at the feet of Christ, who will come again to not only judge the living and the dead, to make a decision over them, but to raise the dead, to give life. And because he is seated at the right hand of the Father, he lives to intercede for us so that we know that God will hear us. The most grieving part for us as pastors is when we have people come to us and they'll ask questions in light of tragedies like this. Where was God in all of this? Where was God 
uh, when these children were being murdered? Where was God uh, when when uh, we prayed and prayed and prayed that the child would be okay and they weren't? I wish I could have a good answer for that. I don't know. I can't give an answer for things that I've not been told. <laughs> but what I do know is what Christ has given to us is that in this world, we are going to have the worst of the worst. We are going to have evil and sin and darkness doing everything it can in, it, in its death throes to try and defeat us, to bring us to nothing. And our faith attaches us to Christ to try and hold on to the promises that he has given us so that when the day comes that he does return that we have something more than just this life to cling to. When the disciples are there looking up at Jesus into heaven, the angels come and say, why are you looking up here? Basically saying, you have a job to do now. You need to go into all the world and proclaim the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news of the gospel. And I do wonder if that gunman in Texas had ever heard any good news in his life. I don't know. I don't know enough about the story. But what we do need <laughs> is we do need a risen Jesus enthroned because we can do everything we can on this earth to try and stop evil. But what we discover is that somehow evil always finds a way. We need our Christ on his throne to, to save us, to do something for us. My, my prayer is that with this Ascension Day, that you church would be looking at this day as one in which, you know, Christ has won the victory. He does sit enthroned. And because of that, no matter what evil or sin in this world comes to me. I know that it does not have the last word, but Christ does. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech you, almighty God, that just as we do believe your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so may we also in heart and mind ascend there as well, and with him continually dwell who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.